Hello and welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by former West High Golden Bear and former Rocky Bear, Danny Betcher. How are you doing today? Good, Mitch. How you doing, man? Doing good. So I have to ask, how cool was it to play for two schools that their mascot is a bear? <laughs> well, I'd be lying if I said it didn't really play a role <laughs> in choosing Rocky out of high school. But uh, no, it, uh, it was a pretty easy decision for me. So pretty cool to keep that tradition going. So <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So um, what was your recruitment process like for Rocky? You know, I mean, was that your school that you wanted to go to or were there other schools involved too you know honestly I I never gave it really much thought because you know when you're running the circuit you know playing AAU ball you're going to all these you know cities out of state trying to get looks you know from these out-of-state schools you know I didn't really ever give it much thought until you know coach D reached out to me um you know that maybe staying in Billings might be an option and something that I wanted to do and so um it uh I'll tell you, I mean, to answer your question, no, I didn't really plan on it, you know, from the start, I thought, you know, I was going to end up leaving, going out of state somewhere. Um, and I did have some options there, but um, at the end of the day, I just thought it would be best to, to stay in town here. And it was the best, best fit, the best opportunity for me. So that's kind of how that, how that process went. Definitely. So what is post-college Danny doing now? post-college Danny so I'm over at State Farm I'm here uh, working at Jeff Boyd's office selling insurance um, it's uh, it's been good you know I'm a, I'm a risk advisor over here um, just uh, you know pretty much touching on all aspects of, of insurance and it's uh, it's been good so I've been doing that for about a year and a half now I was over at Allstate before um, for a couple of years there and so yeah it's been it's been solid so Oh, awesome. Jeff's a great guy. Um, as you know, my dad works for State Farm, so I've known sure. Jeff for as long as I can remember. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and you know, honestly, the, from the first time I met the guy, I knew it was going to be a good fit. And so I was glad I was given this opportunity to to join the team. And it's been it's been good so far. So. Oh, that's awesome. So, you know, you kind of mentioned that you had other teams interested in you other than Rocky. Who was interested one and what was the recruitment process like for those other colleges, too? Um, so kind of how this works, you know, we'd be around the springtime, I would have schools reach out, they kind of ask you, uh, ask me where I was going to be playing the summer one and who I was going to be playing with, um, so that they send scouts or assistant coaches out to watch. Um, it was a few frontier schools here in Montana that were looking at me. I had some JUCOs, um, reaching out as well. Um, a couple D1 schools I had contact with, University of Denver, um, North Dakota State, I had also heard from there. Um, and so, yeah, they just kind of reach out, see, you know, where you're playing. I did make contact with a few of them at some games in so kind of the circuit so when I say circuit I mean that we would always hit Seattle um, in the summer then down to LA and then finish in Vegas for three kind of big tournaments down there so um, that's where a lot of contact was made with these college coaches and, and scouts and so um, yeah it's always good to have that face-to-face -face contact as well with with some of these schools so oh that's cool so how did you get into AAU? AAU so it really it was growing in popularity at, at, at that time. So it would have been, you know, eight or nine years ago, but um, 
a friend of mine, you know, Jared Samuelson played with him at West. So his dad was actually coaching us along, along with Wayne Tinkle. He was kind of helping put this team together um, to go play AAU ball with. And so it was kind of those guys that got me involved. Um, and so we kind of, yeah, put a team together there and a lot of Montana guys, which was nice, you know, being a Montana team, going to these big cities, playing the inner city kids. It's, uh, you know, it's different for sure. So um, those guys played a big role in kind of getting that team together and, and, in the road so for sure so you mentioned jared you guys formed a dynamic duo at west and then if i remember correctly you guys rejoined at rocky mm -hmm. so what did that mean for you to have that friendship with him all the way through college and be able to play with each other well it was awesome man i mean you know we do have a, you know, a relationship, a friendship that goes all the way back to elementary school. And so, um, you know, anyone that you know that long, you're bound to, you know, have a good, you know, relationship with. Um, it was good to hear that he was coming back to Rocky. He made a decision that was best for not only himself, but his family as well. And so mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad he made the decision that he did. And it was awesome to kind of reunite, like you said, and, and play together again for a couple of years. And so it was a, it was a fun process, a fun journey, I'll tell you that. And so, Oh, definitely. So who was the, or what was the best game that you played at Rocky? Best game I played at Rocky, I would probably say, so every year we had a military appreciation night and we'd have these um, unique uniforms that we would have and each one of us would represent a, a fallen soldier. And so uh, my junior year, it was actually that game I'd probably say was my best game at Rocky. Um, it was a it was a good game. We played Montana Western, and I remember just uh, a lot of things were were going our way, and it was just a really fun game to play in and and to play well, and it kind of that kind of meant a lot to me. So there was just a lot, you know, kind of beyond the basketball aspect. It was a pretty neat thing to be able to represent, you know, someone who who served our country and uh, you know sacrificed their life, you know, so that I could play this game. And so it really does go deeper than basketball. So that's a game that will always probably kind of stand out to me. Oh, definitely. I mean, our soldiers, like you said, give their life for our country. So any way we can give back, it's amazing for sure. Absolutely. So at West also, you were part of some very good teams. What was your best memory at West High? Best memory at West High? Well, that probably came my freshman year, honestly, because, uh, you know, we did win state that year. We beat Flathead in that, in that state title game. Um, it was just kind of, you know, us against the world. It felt like, you know, we were uh, up till that point. I think, you know, my numbers might be off, but West had gotten to the championship like the last six years or something and only won two or three of them. And so this was a, it was a big year. It was Danny Robinson's senior year. And so mm -hmm. it was a, it was a big deal. And so coming in as a freshman, it was, you know, pretty much a deer in headlights experience, you know, playing at that level, you know, at 14, 15 years old. Um, it, uh, it was new. And so it was pretty eye opening. And so that was a really fun year and getting to top it off with a, with a state title is a, a pretty cool thing that, you know, not many people get to experience. And so it was, it was a really fun, fun year. For sure. So describe to me the environment at the golden dome, especially in those crosstown rivalry games with Skyview and senior. Oh, it's unmatched. I mean, I'm sure you've, I'm sure you've seen it, you know, at a few of those games during those, during that stretch of four years. I mean, these crosstown games, especially the Skyview games, I mean, they were, 
standing room only you're turning people away at the door mm. you know? there's not even standing room you know at some of these games right. and I just it uh, it was so awesome to see that kind of support from from Billings and from our school um, directly there it uh, it's an experience yeah you definitely don't forget and I just you know I remember the the noise you know it was you know deafening some games you know how how loud that crowd can get and so um it uh yeah I don't know if you know and honestly I haven't been back to too many games since I left but you know I don't know if it's still that way but I do remember just uh some of those crosstown games it's a atmosphere that's really tough to beat <laughs> I mean mm-hmm. there's really nothing quite like it so well and for a while they, they were playing the crosstown games at the metro I don't think they're doing it anymore but that would have been cool I, think I did hear that yeah not sure and i don't know if i'm the biggest fan of that just because you know it's it's tough to pack out the metra (laughs) for a cross town game you know i it's me personally you know i'd like to you know watch them play at their respective home courts and you know fill that place up that's you know what really gets gets the players and the the fans going too oh yeah i remember i had to go to west i think at like five o'clock Oh yeah. For the seven 30 games against sky. It's like, why am I here two and a half hours early watching probably at that point, the sophomore game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but that's what you had to do. And honestly, that's uh, that was just so awesome to see that kind of support. Yeah. From, from both schools. So. Mm-hmm. Oh no, for sure. So state double has a lot of cool gyms across the state. I mean, the ones I've been to sky views is cool. CMRs is pretty neat. Great Falls Highs is pretty neat. What was the best um, gym that you've been to, of course, other than the Golden Dome in the state of Montana? Uh, you know, in the state of Montana, it's kind of tough to say. I mean, I really did enjoy playing at the Golden Dome, but aside from that, I liked, so a couple of years when we'd go to Butte, we would play at the Civic Center. That was always fun to do. Okay, cool. uh, that's not their, you know, obviously home court, but the Civic Center was always fun to play at. I always looked forward to that on the years that we were able to play there. Um, so that was solid. Like you said, CMR has got a pretty unique gym as well. So I did like playing there. Um, there's a few, yeah, there's a few good gyms around the state that, you know, you definitely enjoy playing in as opposed to others. So Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, you mentioned Wayne Tinkle, Trace Tinkle. Um, what was it like to play against him in high school? Yeah, in high school. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then was, with him that, too. <laughs> yeah, and we had some good battles in high school, man. I remember. Uh, so it was, yeah, it was our junior year. Um, they had came to Billings. I don't know if you watched that game. We uh, they came to Billings. That was a triple overtime game, actually, yeah. <laughs> that we had, and um, that was a battle, man. That's all I remember is just uh, you know a lot of back and forth, and um, that's how you prefer it, man. That's just competition, you know, and it's in its purest form, and um, you know, two good teams going head to head, nothing beats it because you know they just we bring out the best in each other, you know, and so it uh we had some good matchups for sure it was always always good matching up with those guys so oh for sure I always it was so funny so I've talked to two other basketball players from the state not from Montana that I that are really good I've talked to Brendan Howard Mm -hmm. and Trace Tinkle and those two are about the only two that I can remember that that West High team my senior year that was like all six six and above (laughs) they alone could dominate that team yeah, right. Well, they had, yeah, they had some solid teams that year, and you know, um, 
yeah, I mean, that's all I can say really is, you know, they were some solid teams. We had some really good competition. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So what was it like to play with such a tall team? Cause I mean, that's very unheard of in double a from Montana to have yeah. four players that were six, six and above. Yeah, no. And um, it was awesome, honestly. Cause I, you know, I felt always felt like I played my best on the wing as opposed to in the post. And so kind of playing that two, three position there kind of, um, forward and wing I was most comfortable doing that it's um you know I don't know though I feel like the game's kind of taking a turn to you know a lot of teams playing small ball now they're going more toward speed and and quickness but at the time I mean it was solid we were able to use that to our advantage you know our post game was pretty much it was tough for a lot of teams to guard us in the post and um just overall having those size advantages those matchups were favorable but um like I said you know in today's game you know who's to say how that would work out just because I feel like a lot of teams are getting away with playing small ball and um, getting more shooters on the floor. And so it's, uh, it's interesting how that, how that game's kind of turned. It definitely is. So would you prefer a team that just shoots 53s a game or a team that kind of is more balanced and, you know, goes in between the two to play on a team? Yeah. That's one or the other, you know, I, they, they always say you live and die by the three, you know? And so having a team like that, I just, I don't think long-term that that's, you know, sustainable. Obviously you look at like the, the warriors, you know, they make it work. That's the NBA level though. In high school, I just, I don't think teams that rely on the three have the legs to kind of go the distance because you have one off day, you know, and, and you're out. (laughs) So as, as long as, you know, if it's the wrong day that you're off, you know, that could be, you know, critical to your season. So you definitely got to be well-rounded. I, w- I would say you got to, you know, find balance there, find matchups that you like and, and good rotations of guys that play well together. So there's, there's different levels to it for sure. No, definitely. So now I want to move more into your college a little bit. Um, Rocky's a school, obviously, that you had to focus not only on your athletics, but you had to focus on your academics as well. How did you find that balance? It was difficult, you know, and that's something that's not often talked about is trying to find that balance between academics and athletics. Cause I mean, you look at a typical day, you know, as a college athlete, you're starting first thing in the morning, you know, five or 6 a.m. with weights. You're getting that out of the way. And then you're going straight from weights to class in the morning. And then from class, you got, you know, individual workouts with, you know, guys in your position with your, you know, assistant coach, you know, we got that for an hour and then you're back to class the afternoon and then practice that night. You know, it's, it's tough to find balance. And so um, I think your priorities got to be in the right place because, you know, your academics are, I would say more important because you got to look long-term. I mean, that degree is going to, you know, depending on, you know, what your degree is in, it could help you, you know, long-term because at the end of the day, you know, for 99% of college athletes, you know, it's, it's not going to be forever. You know, basketball isn't forever. You got to look long-term. So mm-hmm. um, finding that balance, it's, uh, it's not easy, but it is important to do. And I think you got to do that, you know, pretty early on. Otherwise you'll kind of, you know, fall behind, kind of get lost in, in that process. So. For sure. So, I mean, college basketball, really college, any sport is a full-time job. I was wondering, what are your thoughts on this new name image and likeness that they have in college now? I'm all for it, man. I mean, the, the tough thing about it is, you know, 
what a lot of people don't realize is these, these college athletes. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, you get your tuition paid for your schools paid for. You're not worrying about that, but I mean, at the same time, you have zero opportunity to work or make right. money, you know? And so I think when you're able to use, you know, your name, image, and likeness to do something for yourself, I'm all for it. I mean, these guys, you know, they bust their tail day in and day out. I think they absolutely deserve to profit from, from their name being used. And so um, that's another thing that's going to help them long-term. So, you know, mm -hmm. I'm all for, I'm all for that. And I'm happy to see the NCAA finally getting around to, to doing that. So. Yeah, I just hope it'll come down to the schools like Rocky and MSUB so it's not just the big schools that are benefiting from it. You know what I mean? Sure. Depending on, yeah, depending on, you know, how much money in, an individual athlete is bringing in or, or making the, the school, um, I think sponsorships would be awesome for athletes at all levels. But at the end of the day, it, it has to make sense and it has to make money. So, um, yeah. you know, I'm with you, though. I hope one day it, it you know, eventually works down to that level. So. Yeah, because I mean, I've seen the MSU commercials with Isaiah and Fonse and Troy Anderson at the Rock in Our Bar, and I'm like, man, why can't the bar or restaurant here in town do that for a Rocky basketball player or MSU right. basketball player or something, you know? Right, and you hope one day you'll see that, but, um, you know, as I say, I think we're moving in the right direction, though. I think, uh, I think we definitely are as far as that goes, and it's good to see stuff like that happening for college athletes, so. Oh, for sure. So Rocky's atmosphere is actually kind of a lot like Wes. It's pretty electric there. What was it like to play at Horton Center? I think it's called. Horton Center. Yeah, it, um, it was solid, man. I mean, similar to West, well, a little different from West. There were games where, you know, we wouldn't uh, get as big of a turnout, but oftentimes, you know, our, our Carroll rival rivalry runs deep. Um, those were always solid turnouts and, um, you know, Frontier Conference, we always got, you know, three teams nationally ranked at a time. So anytime, mm -hmm. you know, a ranked team comes into our gym, we always had a good turnout for that as well. So it, uh, for those games like that, it was, it was always good energy. And um, we held a pretty good record at home over those four years, a lot in part due to, you know, our turnout and our support, you know, from fans. So it, uh, it was good. Definitely. You know, I've just seen Rocky get so much support from the whole community and everything. I mean, their football's packed, basketball's pretty well supported. It's really cool to see that the community rallies around them so well. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, you know, the support that they get in Billings here is is unbelievable. You know, they they host the uh, Black Tie Blue Jean event every year. That's kind of their main fundraiser to bring in money for, for the school and it goes towards scholarships for these athletes and um, facilities, things like that. So it's... Uh, it played it and that also you know played a big part in me choosing Rocky is because it's such a tight-knit community um mm -hmm. where you know you know everybody by first name and um on a first name basis and you know those relationships they're they're great you know goes beyond athletics so oh for sure for sure so I'm always I ask this question to everybody who is your role model growing up and then also in basketball So growing up, and even today, I would say probably my mom is my biggest role model. Um, she is probably the toughest person I know. Um, she, uh, we do have so much in common. I'm, you know, you'll ask anybody, I'm, I'm so much like her. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, 
it's crazy. But um, she played basketball at West as well, actually, in her day and went on to play at Oral Roberts uh, University. Oh, wow in Tulsa. So yeah, she played there. Um, I think that's where I got a lot of my, my skill set from, um, my athleticism. So, um, I always looked up to her just, um, you know, growing up, she was kind of the one I leaned on. So it, uh, it's just a great relationship, um, to have, and, you know, your parents, I think that's so critical to, mm-hmm. to be able to look up to them. And so, um, that was kind of my role model growing up and, and in sports, I guess. So that kind of answers, you know, both questions there but uh yeah (laughs) there you go two for one right (laughs) right (laughs) so what did it mean to have such family support you know you mentioned your mom there and I know the rest of your family has always been very supportive of you so what did it mean to have their support it it means more than they know for sure I mean always having them to to lean on and and turn to because I mean it's not all you know athletics aren't always sunshine and rainbows I mean there's you have some real tough days um, and I remember, you know, specifically, I actually haven't, you know, really told anyone this, but after, you know, my freshman year at Rocky, I was in a, a pretty tough spot, you know, just, um, mentally and physically, it's just draining, you know, um, the college athletics process. And, um, after a year of that, you know, I wanted to call it quits. I wanted mm-hmm. to, you know, focus on school and, and do something else. I wasn't sure that I wanted to keep playing basketball. And, um, I had a, a good conversation with my mom about it, about, you know, this kind of being my platform, you know, this is, this is God's gift to me. And so, um, it took, you know, a good conversation with her and, and a lot of prayer and, uh, decided to stick it out. And I'm so glad I did. And I'm so glad I had that support from her because, you know, without that, you know, who's to say that I am where I am today, um, if I decided to, you know, leave basketball. So. Mm-hmm. So you touched on this just a little bit now, and I want to ask, you know, how did your faith guide you in your whole basketball career from West to Rocky to where you are now in life too? Well, it's critical. I mean, you know, and, and me personally, my faith was, was everything for me. And, and it still is today. Um, I just think it's important to, to stay on your path that, that you're given. Um, it's not always easy because oftentimes, you know, you'll want to go off and do your own thing your way. And, you know, that's not, not always going to be God's plan for you. So I just think keeping a, keeping your ears open and eyes open to what's in front of you, making the most of every opportunity is, is critical to, you know, living out that will. So, um, my faith is continues today to be the, the biggest part of, of my journey. So. Oh yeah. I mean, that's great. And like you said, God has a plan for everybody and we just got to listen to him a little bit. Right. <laughs> Sure. Right. You know, it's not always easy for me. I'll be the first one to tell you, man, you know, it's, uh, it's easy to let pride get in the way and, you know, want to do things your way. And that's not always going to work out. And sometimes you're going to be humble, you know, and sometimes that's what it's going to take to, to set you straight. So we all need a little bit of humbling sometimes, right? Oh yeah. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) No, definitely. So if you could go back in time and talk to 17, 18 year old Danny, what would you tell him now? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> Didn't haven't really thought about that. You know, if I'm going back, yeah, 17, 18 years old, I mean, um, I would say just, you know, stick to it. I mean, it's at that time, cause I never really faced any conflict, any major conflict until, you know, I got to, got to college. Cause it's a whole different lifestyle. It's a whole different adjustment. I would just tell myself, you know, to, um, 
endure the seasons. You know, there's going to be seasons where uh, it doesn't, I'm not a lot makes sense, you know, where you're struggling, but um, I think it's just important to, to keep the faith and um, continue to push yourself day in and day out, you know, just to continue to grow, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's by 1% or 10% every day, just, just find a way to get better. And it has to be intentional. You have to be intentional about it. So. No, definitely. So you mentioned too, that you had a rough patch after your first year of college with your mental health. And that's become a super critical thing with athletes that a lot of people don't realize that mental health can be a real problem for athletes as well. How did you get through that? It's, uh, you know, honestly, having that, having a support system, having people to rely on um, and to talk to during these times is, is absolutely important. And um, I couldn't agree with you more, Mitch. It's, it's so important. And, you know, I'm glad it's, uh, we're shining more light on it today. Um, Not just in, not just in athletics, but, you know, I think more people are suffering from the anxiety and depression than, Mm -hmm. than ever. And so it's, it's something that needs to be addressed and talked about, Um, you know, because if you're not bringing it up, then I mean, people don't know how to help you. So um, it, uh, it's important to, be able to talk about it. It's, it's going to take bravery. It's going to take courage to have that conversation with someone. Um, but, uh, you know, I can tell you personally, once you do, I mean, it's, you just open the door, you open the floodgates and, you know, you're, you're able to, um, you're more comfortable talking about it. You're able to let people in and, um, you know, at the end of the day, your support system is all you got, you know, and and they want to help you. So, um, and that kind of ties into to your faith as well. I think it's just, uh, it's critical in this time with the state the world's in. It's just, uh, it's important to keep that, so. Yeah, it's a crazy world we live in for sure. It is. Yeah, so one of my final questions here is this podcast gets a lot of listens from high school age kids. Um, what would be your suggestion to a 16, 17 year old that is wanting to start the recruitment process for basketball? So I would say, yeah, anyone at that point um, in that stage of their life, you know, in athletics, I would say, you know, first figure out what you want to do, where you want to go. You got to set goals for yourself on where you want to be. You got to have a vision. You got to visualize yourself doing what you want to do. Secondly, I would say, figure out what it is that you do well and build on that. Because, you know, if you try to do everything or, you know, try to experiment, at the wrong times, you know, like during, you know, tournaments when you got eyes on you, you know, games and stuff, it, uh, it won't look good. So find what you do well and just continue to build on that and perfect that craft so that, you know, you have something specific that, you know, you can bring to a table or offer a, a college team. So, um, yeah, whether it's, you know, your skill set, your, your ball handling, your, your shooting, your defense, just, you know, find what you do well and continue to build on that because a lot of kids today, I think they get so caught up in, trying to be a jack of all trades, you know, trying to do it all. Well, not every team, you know, needs that, you know, some guys Mm -hmm. might look at you to be a shooter. Some guys might want you to play defense. I mean, it's find out what you do well and build on that, I would say. Mm -hmm. So then I guess another question off that, that I have is how do you go from being, you know, the top guy at your high school to being just kind of one of the guys at a college? Yeah. Um, it's another good question. So you've got to, 
and what I found the process, I mean, you can't really, you got to come in with confidence. You got to believe in yourself. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> college athletics. It's a cold world, man. I mean, it'll, it'll mm. chew you up and spit you out if you're not, you know, getting after it, you know, so you got to have grit. I mean, um, and it's certainly not easy. That's why a lot of, a lot of athletes don't make it four years, whether it's because, you know, their pride gets hurt because they don't come in and, and be the guy immediately, or mm. uh, it gets to be too tough for them, but you know, you got to come in and, um, stay the course. You know, like I said, you know, after my freshman year, I was in that spot where I was like, do I really want to do this? And I had to make that commitment. And so, um, you gotta believe in yourself. You gotta have confidence that, you know, that you belong there. And so that's uh, a lot of what helped me. Well, awesome. Hey, Danny, thank you so much for doing this with me today. It's been fun to talk basketball with you and catch up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, Mitch. I appreciate you having me and anytime, you know, just give me a shout. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you and have a great rest of your day, man. You do. You too, man. Thanks.